Hi, I'm Ben Novak. You're listening to a Budapest Beacon podcast. I just got off the phone with Benedek Jabor, MEP, member of the Hungarian opposition party, Párbeszéd. We talked about his initiative in the European Parliament to hold an inquiry into revelations that the Azerbaijani laundromat was used to buy up influence in the EU. I asked Mr. Jabor to tell me whether he thinks European politicians and journalists are being bought up with Azeri money. Seemingly, and, and we have uh, quite uh, clear evidences that uh, the Azerbaijani government uh, used black money um, washed through uh, European banks to corrupt uh, European politicians, both uh, on the European level and uh, on the member state level as well. This fact didn't create a real um, um, strong uh, attention uh, to, to the case. So um, there were some some reactions, uh, and of course there were some uh, some actions. Also, the European Parliament uh, pointed out uh, that the Azerbaijani government um, or this Azerbaijani laundromat case is, is is an important issue and uh, asked for an investigation in, in the case. Uh, but until um, now, I haven't seen that the European and the member state institutions and authorities really took the case seriously enough and uh, started the necessary in-depth investigation to map up uh, exactly what and how uh, uh, really happened uh, in this case, which are the uh, companies, institutions, member states or authorities which have parts of the responsibility to let all those things uh, uh, happening uh, in Europe and what uh, could be the consequences of uh, this uh, Azerbaijani landlord and bribery uh, case, including taking uh, politicians to the court uh, and to improve the control system to better prevent cases like that in the future. We also discussed what is happening within the European Parliament to address this situation. In the Parliament, uh, there is um, an inquiry committee uh, which was originally set up to uh, to investigate in the Panama Papers uh, case. But then, as new and new scandals uh, occurred, this inquiry committee widened the scope of the activity and also had a, a, a quick eye on the, the recent Paradise Papers. And uh, on the 28th of November, it's going to have a hearing uh, on the Azerbaijani laundromat case um, with uh, the invitation of uh, different people both from from Azerbaijan and from from European member states to have a first sight on this specific case. On the other hand, unfortunately, the mandate of this inquiry committee will have an end in December this year. So besides of this uh, this hearing, uh, end of November, uh, they are not uh, in the position to continue the investigation from the parliament side. In September, um, in uh, a report about corruption and transparency in Europe, uh, an amendment was approved in the plenary voting in the European Parliament. The amendment was uh, tabled in by a Portuguese uh, MEP, Anna Gomes. And this, this amendment called for an in-depth investigation from the Parliament side uh, in the Azerbaijan Milan Domat case. Um, that's still uh, a question to uh, to be answered. That what uh, could be the uh, the practical uh, steps uh, done by the the European Parliament as a follow up of this amendment, if um, 
this could mean a new inquiry committees uh, specialized on on the Azari case or uh, to uh, to put it on the agenda of some of the existing committees like the econ committee the economic uh, committee for example uh, now we are trying to map up uh, with our uh, with my MEP colleagues that what could be done to have uh, really um, an effective uh, investigation for from the parliament side but of course the parliament uh, and any kind of parliamentary committee uh, uh, could have a very limited um, uh, competence. Uh, so finally, uh, those are the European authorities and the member state authorities which should uh, make the, the, the alliance part of the investigation. And uh, to achieve that, with some of my colleagues, uh, we sent a letter to the European Banking Authority as uh, we assume that the whole SRE case is a clear evidence that there is a systemic uh, shortcoming, a systemic problem in the European uh, financial system or the control of the European financial system, that this uh, money laundering and, and bribery could have happened for years uh, in, in, in the European member states. Uh, the money was traveling among uh, different member states through UK-based uh, companies, Estonian branch of a Danish bank, and and also the, uh, the final uh, arrival of the of, of this black money is seemingly in, in different member states, including Hungary, which was already in in the news regarding Azerbaijan when the, uh, the Ramir Safarov case uh, was on uh, the front page of the newspapers all over Europe. While we were on the topic of the Orban government's controversial extradition of Ramil Safarov to Azerbaijan in 2012. I asked Mr. Yavor to tell me whether he thinks something fishy happened there in the background. Well, I think that the fact itself that quite a nice amount of money coming from this uh, other landmark system arrived to Hungary and it was uh, moving around here is, uh, is, uh, is quite concerning. And um, also it makes uh, some concerns that, that nobody in Hungary felt that... Uh, um, a real investigation uh, should be carried out uh, regarding the case. Neither um, the National Bank or uh, the Financial Authority or uh, the police or the tax uh, authority, nobody had a feeling that something nasty is happening in Hungary and at least they should go after the case and investigate a little bit to map up and to unveil what is really happening. In fact, it's just the opposite and in spite um, of uh, the all the, uh, the fact that most of the information were published uh, recently, uh, for example, the, the, the public prosecutor announced that they are not aware of any any, any problem and they don't feel like uh, being obliged to uh, to carry out investigation. And I think that that is really frightening that those uh, authorities and those official bodies which are there, uh, which are designed to uh, to investigate and to prevent such kind of practices in Hungary, uh, they are absolutely reluctant uh, to uh, to investigate and and uh, to to reveal or unveil uh, the real real activities um, which were happening in in, in Hungary. And that's why um, we cooperated with Atlaso and uh, in parallel with our 
complain uh, or, or uh, complain to uh, to the EBA. Uh, Atlas also sent a complaint to the public prosecutor in chief to investigate the, uh, the case. Still, I am not optimistic that um, uh, how active and committed the public prosecutor's office could be uh, in this case, as we know that. Uh, uh, the whole story is very closely related to the government and also uh, to the oligarchs uh, close to the government, as you mentioned, the bank uh, uh, which was involved in in the case later on. It was uh, uh, bought by, by Lorenz Mesaros. Um, the whole uh, Safarov case was a governmental action. Uh, so um, clearly here we see that the government is deeply involved in, in the whole story, which normally in Hungary uh, prevents the public prosecutor, the in chief, uh, to carry out a real uh, investigation. But still, Atlaso tries to do uh, something. Mr. Yavor also told me that he will be visiting London next week to drum up support for independent journalism in Eastern Europe and to speak with Hungarians who will be affected by the EU's Brexit agreement. I'm going to the UK, basically to London. Uh, next week, uh, the 23rd of, of, of November. Partly I'm going to meet with, with NGOs, organization funds to discuss the opportunity uh, to support um, independent uh, media in Hungary and in, in other uh, eastern member states of the European Union where uh, media freedom is under pressure. But also I will have, have the opportunity to meet with the Hungarians in London and around, as uh, they say that London is the second biggest Hungarian city uh, right now. So I would like to meet with uh, Hungarian citizens living and working in, in London and, and uh, in the surroundings, mostly to, to listen to them, what are the, uh, the problems, fears, what are the important questions for those uh, Hungarians, including, of course, the possibility to vote of, uh, at the next elections, but also questions related to Brexit, what they expect uh, after the Brexit, uh, what, how it could affect uh, their life and their, their opportunities to, to stay there in, in, in the United Kingdom. So I, I will be there to, to listen to them, partly as a Hungarian uh, politician, to, uh, to discuss issues closely related to them as Hungarian citizens, but also to discuss the special interests of those European citizens who are um, living in the, in the United Kingdom and uh, to see that uh, what should be represented um, uh, during the, the Brexit negotiations with, with the UK. There you have it. Mr. Yavor will be in London next week, November 23rd. If you're a Hungarian living in the UK who is likely to be affected by the outcome of the Brexit negotiations, you might want to meet with him. Well, that's it for us. Thank you for tuning in. See you next time. Money.